Okay, let's do this, Yaz. It's travel time. <laughs> yep, your mic on. Ready to go? Mic on. Test, test. Okay, I think we're live. Let's go. A-list access. It's your A to Kings group travel besties, Nick and Yaz, with the A to Kings A-list access podcast. So sit back and enjoy the adventure. I mean, show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of the AAT Kings A-List Access Podcast with Nick and Yaz. I'm of course the Nick part of that and I'm joined by my sensational co-host Yaz Nelson. And not only that, we have this episode extra special guest host Gary Skilling joining us today. Sales executive for the UK, Ireland, Netherlands and the Nordic region. Welcome to the podcast, Gary. Thanks so much. I'm great to be here. It's a nice vibe having a bonus podcast episode. It feels a bit more relaxed, like we can kind of let go a bit on Friday afternoon, ready for the weekend sort of vibes. Yeah, I've definitely thrown my head down. (laughs) Uh, But first, Gary, let's go back to the beginning where it all started for you. How did you get into the travel industry and what led you to AAT Kings? So, yes, I fell into it by accident, quite literally, because I did an elective (laughs) at university um, for travel and tourism. And on my first day, I got into the lecture hall and fell down the stairs. What? <laughs> like, you genuinely fell into travel? Genuinely face-planted face right in front of everyone. <laughs> so that's that's a way to make an impression, I guess. But, wow. <laughs> but you know, fast, fast forward to the end of my university career, um, I'd got a little part-time job in a call centre at one of the big tour operators in the UK. Um, and then I managed to get a job at one of the tailor-made specialist tour ops um, which is called Travel2, um, and I'm sure many of the agents listening to this from the UK will remember Travel2. And that's where my passion for Australia and New Zealand really grew. I'd always loved the idea of travelling to Australia and New Zealand, hadn't made it yet, um, but during working um, at Travel2, I was able to go out there on work trips, experience some of the amazing cultural highlights out there. And that's where I started selling AAT Kings as well, um, because I was in the touring team at Travel2. So AAT Kings was a key supplier for us. Um, And a little tidbit for all the agents listening, my colleague Heather in the UK sales team, who's on maternity leave, I actually trained her on AAT Kings product at Travel2. So I taught her everything she knows and anything she says is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Bit of a full circle moment. Yeah, absolutely. I know you obviously um, look very fresh-faced, like a spring chicken, obviously, so it's so hard to gauge. But how long have you kind of been working with AT Kings? Like, how long have you kind of been in the AT Kings group family, if you will? I, do you know I love that, Nick? The checks in the post for that comment. I appreciate your fresh-faced <laughs> comment. Um, so I only joined AT Kings in July 2022. Um, so been with them just over year now um and really it's just such a pleasure to be with a brand that I've always admired you know I've I've sold myself in the past always admired their values um and it's just it's just great to meet all of all of the agents that I look after all of the accounts and really share the amazing messages that we um have for their guests on the tours um so yeah just just over a year with 80 kings now I think I've got to return that check that you've just given me and send that back to you for how well of a plug that you've just given AT Kings there. I think we're both really buttering each other up here and it's really working, I, I think. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Woo! <laughs> well, you mentioned you got some uh, free trips to Australia. That must have been a tough gig. I struggled to get a group bowling trip with the place I work at. Uh, but... Do you, how many times have you visited Australia and New Zealand so far? Um, so I've been lucky enough to go to Australia three times. 
and New Zealand twice. So um, first time to Australia was in 2007, a year into my time at Travel 2. um, We did a trip to um, Western Australia. So it was Perth, Margaret River, a little bit of the Coral Coast as well. So really, really beautiful state. Um, Returned in 2011 to Australia and I visited Darwin, Kakadu National Park, and then I spent a week in Tasmania, touring around the highlights there. Um, so I ticked off a lot of the maybe second, third time visitor places initially, um, which was really interesting. But then most recently in um, April this year, 2023, um, I was able to get out to Sydney finally. I did the Sydney Bridge Climb. That was a massive bucket list tick. I've always wanted to do the bridge climb. Um, of course, met my colleagues from our head office in Sydney. And then I spent four amazing nights in the Red Centre. Um, so seeing the sunrise, sunset at Uluru, visiting Field of Lights. I did the Kings Canyon Rimwalk, which was a, another big bucket list tick. Um, so I've just loved every experience in Australia. And then not forgetting New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand's actually the only place I've done my own holiday. Um, so 2010, booked a holiday out there and it was actually a group tour that I did. It was a, a youth, a guided youth touring brand. Um, spent three weeks across both islands um, doing whitewater rafting, canyon swing in Queenstown, the Doubtful Sound Overnight Cruise. Um, and then I returned in 2019 and I attended a trade expo in Rotorua um, and then explored around the central North Island area. So Bay of Plenty, Coromandel, Taupo, Uh, and then ended in Auckland with a sky jump off the sky tower. So what better way to end your time in New Zealand than throwing yourself off the largest tower in the (laughs) southern hemisphere? It was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, definitely. And I think if you fell into travel, it only makes sense to finish your holiday by falling out of a giant tower. And um, all of those experiences sound incredible, right? Like they, uh, I've been lucky enough to do quite a few of those as well, and so I know it's going to be a hard one to answer. But you have a favourite of all those those experiences or or places you've gone? Is there a top one that kind of comes to mind? Yeah, so, it, I mean, as you say, every experience that I've done out there has been unbelievable. I've loved every single second of it. Um, but if, okay. if if you don't mind, I'm going to pick one from New Zealand, one from Australia. Yeah. It's your show now, Gary. You do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, in New Zealand, I would say probably when I did the overnight cruise in Doubtful Sound, um, it's just such a beautifully scenic part of the country. Um, and the fact that you're on an overnight cruise, you're the only boat out there on the sound. So when you wake up in the morning, the sun has barely risen. There's mist. There was mist all along the banks of the sound. You can just hear bird calls. There was a pod of dolphins that were circling around our boat and they followed us back to the dock as well. So that was a really, really oh, cool. Wow. You felt so close to nature. Um, and it was quite a humbling, calming experience. Just sort of put everything into perspective of just how big and you know scenic this wilderness region was. Um, and then in Australia, again, a bucket list experience that I did very recently, the Kings Canyon Rim Walk that I did in Australia. Um, I'm not the fittest person in the world, you know, I do like, you know, the odd takeaway and, 
you know, the odd little <laughs> blowout at the weekend. Um, Just between us, Yaz and I aren't exactly athletes ourselves, so um, I think that all kind of uh, checks out on the show. <laughs> a We're all now. friends here, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was a bit of a personal challenge, just to do the rim walk, um, just to reward myself by doing that. And the views that you get awarded with at the top of the rim walk, it's some of the most beautiful scenery in that part of Australia. Although I'm sure anyone living in another part of Australia is probably going to say, no, no, we've got the most beautiful scenery. There's <laughs> lo- always lots of competition between the states and territories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell me about it. It's like, <laughs> have you ever heard of State of Origin? Ooh, it gets fired up around that time. Well, this might be a rhetorical question, Gary, but what do you love most about your job? Obviously, you're in the UK, you're thriving over there. What's a day-to-day like for you and what do you love most? Um, so really this job, it just it, it allows me to interact with our amazing agents. Um, really, that's that's the key part of the job that I adore is helping all of our trade partners um, to help make their customers' dreams come true when it comes to their own holidays. So, um, you know, it's a long way to travel from our part of the world out to Australia and New Zealand. It's a big investment in time. Um, and often it's a long way for the customers um, to imagine traveling. So they'll spend a lot of time honing their perfect trip. So I love, you know, the problem solving aspect of helping agents work out exactly the best way to, you know, fill their customers time based on their likes and interests. And, you know, I just love being able to enhance holidays with these additional little unique add ons that they might never have found if they were traveling themselves. And then, you know, getting that great feedback from the customers and the agents that they've just had the best time out there. It really is the best reward um, in this job. So really it is just that that interaction and just the reward of seeing, you know, a job well done in terms of our tour guides giving them the best possible holiday. Yeah, amazing. I think um sounds like AT Kings definitely have the best person in the role for it. I think that um, passion is certainly not lacking in that department. Um, and I guess also kind of jumping in there, I guess, what would you say is, I guess, unique about Australia and New Zealand and that you love kind of sharing with your agents and wholesale partners in, in that kind of space? Like, what's really that kind of key, unique takeaway of, of the region? Yeah, so I, I would say from my perspective, it's always been the culture. So the Aboriginal culture being the oldest living culture in the world um, and you've got the Maori culture in New Zealand, very different. Um, it's just the way that we're able to interweave that into all of our itineraries Um, and it just makes I think it makes modern life in those countries really fascinating Um, especially the way the indigenous communities are incorporated into modern life out there Um, you know the respect always given to the aboriginal and Maori communities in um, the local areas so um, of course you've got all the unique wildlife and the iconic sites that get all the headlines but I always feel that it's the local interactions that you have with the local people and those indigenous communities especially. It, it just becomes the highlights of the trip. You know, I I remember when I did the Doubtful Sound Cruise, there was a guide on board that was a member of the local Maori village um, close to Manapuri. And, you know, just speaking with them, getting to know their way of life and their customs, it's it's just so special because it's something completely foreign to, you know, the, over this side of the world in the UK and Europe. So I would definitely say that's, that's you know, my, fa- my favourite part of Australia and New Zealand. Amazing. Beautiful. Have you come across any myths or misconceptions 
that people over there think about Australia. Like obviously we hear the cliche one that we ride our kangaroos to work and school. Wait, we don't? <laughs> do you know do you know what? It's always it's always the fact that, you know, we used to do theme days like at the tour op I used to work for. We used to do Australia theme days and the thing that would always happen would be everyone would always come in with the you know the hats with the corks hanging down from them to swat away the flies and we would always get like bottles of Foster's beer in so that we could drink that at the end of the day after a hard day's work and it's kind of like I went out there and it was kind of like yeah no one walks about with these hats no one drinks (laughs) drinks Foster's beer do you know I mean it's kind of like that's such a misconception um but I mean there's all there's always stereotypes I I have to say I never wear a kilt I don't always eat haggis, despite being, yeah. you know, Scottish born and bred. So, um, yeah, there's there's always these funny misconceptions that people have of the of the destination. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I guess this is why this podcast would be very helpful for your agent partners, right? Because we kind of highlight all those misconceptions and everything that you can do in Australia, all the fun stuff. Not to say I don't love a good beer or two after a Friday afternoon. With your cork hat on, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess off the back of that, what are some, I guess, current trends in your local market or region that you're hearing from your partners or is there any kind of themes you're hearing in that space at the second? Yeah, so definitely in terms of guided touring, which is obviously... A&T King's bread and butter. Um, guests on guided touring holidays nowadays, um, they're definitely definitely wanting a little bit more flexibility. Um, so having the care and expertise of experienced tour guides um, as they travel, but being able to have their own adventure as well during the time on that tour. So um, it's great that we have, for example, our Best Buys program, which I'm sure you'll cover in, in another episode of the podcast, um, because that has free days built in and allows them to have their own adventure on that day while still having you know the travel director there for little recommendations. Um, but also it's those immersive, authentic cultural experiences so, you know, in, in engaging with a culture and with people that they would never normally engage with, that's that's the beauty of um, travelling with a guided tour because you've always got the curation and the, and the local insights from the expert guides. It's just a, a lovely way to interact with those Indigenous communities. Yeah, absolutely. Are there any current hotspots or trends that you're seeing at the moment in Australia and New Zealand particularly? Um, I would say New Zealand especially is really, really hot just now. And definitely it seems to be South Island is getting a lot of the business just now. I, I don't know what, like North Island needs to pick up its game a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with the promotion from, from them, but um, definitely South Island is really, really popular in New Zealand just now. Um, just purely because you've got all those amazing experiences like the Transalpine train that goes across the Southern Alps. You've got the Milford Sound, Doubtful Sound. Um, you've got Queenstown. I mean, I adore Queenstown. It's my favourite um, area in the South Island just because, you know, I am a bit of an adrenaline junkie. We've noticed, Gary. I don't no like worry. to throw myself We've off noticed. things and, you know, go whitewater rafting <laughs> and whatever. But, um, but, yeah, I would say New Zealand first and foremost and then... Over in Australia, um, I'm finding that, especially from the UK market, people are really, really wanting to get up to those national parks in the top end at the moment. 
So um, you've got Litchfield, you've got um, the Nipmillet Gorge that you can cruise down. Um, obviously Kakadu National Park, the largest one on the mainland Australia as well. Um, just really getting back to nature, back to the outback and having one of those amazing authentic experiences far away from the the big cities that's um that's really what 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 i'm seeing incredible so i guess if you had like an agent or a wholesale partner who hardly knows anything about australia or new zealand and on that and on that fact probably knows a little bit less about at kings but they've got clients that want to visit what's your kind of sales pitch for them how would you kind of promote i guess the at kings business and i guess the region itself yeah, so AT Kings, as the guided touring expert in Australia and New Zealand, um, we spent over 100 years in market, meeting those local people, um, treading routes that are perhaps less beaten, um, you know, off the beaten track routes. Um, you're uncovering the true hidden gems of the region. So you can be sure that travelling with us, even if you've only got a few hours to spare and you just want to see that iconic sunset over Uluru, or if you've got up to three weeks to have a fully inclusive, authentic, in-depth exploration of both Australia and New Zealand, then our tours are going to really match your customers' requirements because we've got those local experts and our amazing travel directors who provide the guests with... It's, it's a true discovery of the destination. They get to the heart of every single place they visit. And, you know, they'd probably struggle to encounter all of the experiences and destinations on their own. So we take care of all the finer details so everyone can just unwind on our tours, really breathe in those new discoveries. And, you know, it's all about becoming immersed in that culture, the flavours, the amazing scenery and those amazing people that you'll encounter along the way. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. Who 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 won't want to travel with AAT Kings? <laughs> I know. And to the I I mean, Yes and I are Australians ourselves and I think we even want to be travelling more with AAT Kings in Australia at the second. I think you've, yeah, come along. you've done your job well and truly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm right next to the big prawn in Ballinar if you ever want to bring anyone right next to that On, honestly what is it about australians <laughs> and their big things like you know you've got, know you've got the big prawn have you not got a big banana somewhere as well yeah yeah you've got a big pineapple up in queensland <laughs> or is it just that everything else ever else is little oh, <laughs> well listen we've thing. got the big loch ness monster up the road do you know of what i mean of course so yeah we're eating that's our take oh yeah okay <laughs> well should we do an exchange program or we'll send the big pineapple over to you and you can send us the loch ness monster for maybe a six month little holiday yeah let me just contact Qantas today. I'll see if I can arrange some some, some flights over. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got that sorted. Amazing. We solved the big issues in this podcast. Absolutely. Hey, I see what you did there. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, with that, I think we're all wrapped up for our very first bonus episode. How exciting. Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute blast. Um, For any of our agents listening along, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit ATKings forward slash A-listers. That's ATKings.com forward slash A-L-I-S-T-E-R-S for more info and all of that fun extra stuff at the end there. Uh, And while we've got you doing that, please jump over to our Facebook group there and join the exclusive ATKings travel page there. Just search in ATKings travel trade or flick Gary or myself an email and we'll sort you out. And with that, we'll see you next step. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Gary.